Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast. Today is Wednesday, May 31st, 2023, the last day of May. And joining us on the podcast is Becky Alley, the top 1% of all originators and co-host of the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show, heard every Saturday morning on 97.1 FM here in Detroit. Good morning, Becky Alley. What's going on, everyone? I can't believe it's already the last day. But you know what tomorrow is? It starts Pride Month. Yeah, we love it. We support (laughs) Pride Month. We're involved. We got a couple events that we're going to go to. Uh, We got a lot of things happening in the month of June. I should also say the the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show heard every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 on 97.1 FM for the last 23 years and still going strong. So, Becky, what I want to do with you today is I want to recap. Um, the first five months of the year. And why is that significant? Well, a wise person always said, if you don't pay attention to the past, it's really rough to see into the future. And uh, also, if you don't pay attention to the past, you're doomed to repeat it. But this has been an interesting five months. The first five months have been very interesting of uh, 2023 in the real estate and interest rate market. And as you know, when we turn the calendar from December 31st to January 1st, 2023, it was a little bit slow in January. And people were thinking, well, it's slow. There's going to be more inventory coming on the market. Housing prices are going to come down. There's going to be less offers on homes and uh, less people buying houses. But interestingly enough, Becky, that's not what happened as we moved to mid-January, everybody coming back from vacation and going into late January, the market just took off, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, you have to be like Wayne, the greatest hockey player of all time, Wayne Gretzky, arguably. He skates where the puck was going, not where the puck was. And anyone that was talking about in January, like, oh, the market's going to shift and here's these things, they were stuck where the, the puck was. They weren't seeing where it's going. That was a moment in time that literally was a moment. Okay, maybe it lasted two weeks, three weeks, maybe. And then it instantly went right back to where we thought it was going to be. We talk about it all the time at the Hardcore Mortgage Show. We are so far ahead sometimes that we take advantage, you know, like that we kind of take it for granted because we're always looking down the road instead of right out of our faces. So immediately the market had turned and it hasn't slowed down since. And here we are starting June. We're starting the second quarter um of the year the third quarter really and or second quarter yes sorry um and here we are and it's busier than ever but at the same time though harry you hear a lot of people complaining that it's and i find it really interesting because we also talked about this that 30 percent of these people were going to get out of the business and 10 percent were going to dominate and if you are not feeling that busyness of this natural market you're clearly not a part of that 10% because it is busy out here. Well, not only is it busy, Becky, and we said that, you know, um, everybody thought home inventory was going to increase. It just hasn't. Everybody thought the competition for homes in certain markets, um, and there are mixed markets in there, but by and large, Becky, are you ready for this? Over asking in some areas, 40.5% of homes sold right now are going for over the asking price. And by the way, that is down from last year by 10%. But last year, you know, was insane. Mm -hmm. But we're still in this market. As we said, there's still competitiveness going on. 
40%, over 40% of homes are selling for over market now. And that's also the days on the market on average right now is 22 days on the market. That is nothing. So you want to talk about being competitive right now? It's amazing how competitive it is. Now, there are some homes that are selling for under, but the list to actual sale, Becky, is 99.6%. So that means if somebody lists a home for $100,000, they're getting $99,600. They're getting full asking price almost. And 40% of houses are going for above listing price. So you've got to be prepared. This market right now, and what we're saying, and why do we want to look into the future? And why do we use the past to look into the future? Because what the past is telling us and what the current is telling us, at least for the foreseeable future, it's going to be a competitive market. Prices are not going to come down. And by the way, hate to break it to everybody, interest rates are, they touched seven last week. All right. So rates aren't going to go down to that magic five and a half number on May 10th that everybody was predicting. So if you want a house, Becky Alley, you better be in the market to buy a house right now. Yeah, you can't fake it till you make it. If you are wanting to throw your hat in the ring, you have to have an actual hat to throw in the ring, which is a bona fide pre-approval. And to that Harry's point, right, or to your point, I should say that, you know, over 43% are going over asking. That doesn't mean that at $50,000, over asking, right? Like two years ago, that it was absolutely bananas. What we're trying to make sure that everyone understands that's listening is that it's still affordable to buy a house. You are not priced out. The interest rates have been our friend being a little bit higher because it's kind of tempered people from having good questions and asking, sure, if you're going 10000 that's a little bit more in the norm. But as you pointed out, that other 60% is at asking or a little bit under, which means there's concessions involved. I have several properties in my in my pipeline that are at concessions and they're also contingent. I hear a lot of people talking about, oh, we can't write an offer if you have to sell a house to buy a house. That's a bunch of trash. That's not accurate. Sometimes it's inexperienced agents afraid to really have negotiating power because you can buy and sell at the same time. You don't have to be afraid to sell your house and buy the house and it be contingent because sometimes it's all about checking over a bowl party now. Well, that is an interesting comment, Becky. As a matter of fact, you're spot on. It's interesting that right now, and it's documented that two out of every five homes, which is 40%, are making sellers concessions. And that's up from last year. It's actually double from last year. So while 40 and a half percent of homes are going over asking price, there's still Another 40% that they're making seller's concessions. That doesn't mean that they're coming under. It just means that there's a certain amount, maybe some costs, maybe a little bit of, a, um, you know, an, an appraisal situation going on. Maybe the seller's going to pay for something. But the bottom line is this, is that if you are not pre-approved, and when I say pre-approved, I mean pre-approved. I don't mean pre-qualified. I mean approved. I mean, your financials have been run through an automated underwriting system and you have a bona fide approval on a home. So when you put that offer in, you're letting that seller and that seller's representative, the realtor, know that they're pre-approved. And we encourage them, Becky Ellie, 
to call us up. Any realtor that is not doing their due diligence and calling that lender on that pre-approval letter, they're not doing their seller a favor, are they? No, they're not. Um, because you have a lot of people that are skipping to my loo with a bunch of pieces of paper out there that don't matter. And we talk about it a lot because we get the phone calls after the fact. Um, financing falls through. Um, offers were, you know, that, you know, the person never actually was truly qualified. They didn't do their due diligence. And as agents, sometimes you have to know, you know, who's on the other end of the phone. You know, anyone can be like, yes, 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 yes. Right. But you don't want a yes person on the other end of the phone. You want to make sure that you're having intelligent conversations with that lender. And does that lender pick up the phone? Because we're not nine to fivers. And there's a lot of lenders that are not nine to fivers. They do pick up that phone, but that doesn't mean they also have the experience um, or the knowledge to catch the mistake in advance. So when we're pre-approving someone, um, we take the time to do it. Sometimes I have one to pre-approve. I just issued it 60 days later. Why? Because the person wasn't ready. They weren't ready. They didn't have the scores where they're needing to, do, to go. They couldn't qualify for the program that was going to allow them to get the funds needed for closing. So we took our time and we did it right, right? Sometimes it's not about getting there very fast, you know, you know, faster than your feet will carry you. Sometimes slow and steady wins the race because at the end of the day, when we now close this transaction and it's a smooth experience for everyone, I did those people more of a service than if I would have just slapped something on a piece of paper and everyone had a horrible experience from start to finish because they truly were not qualified at that time for what they needed to do. They didn't have to borrow money from mom and dad. They didn't have to borrow money from anyone else. They qualified now for a down payment assistance program 60 days later, and they're in a much better sound financial position. Yeah, and Becky, um, sellers, sellers representatives, sellers agents really appreciate the fact that when they call us up, first of all, they know who we are. We've been around for a very, very long time. And then when they call you up and they just have a conversation, hey, haven't talked to you in a while. We've had a lot of transactions in the past. Um, you have a buyer that uh, that is putting in an offer on a home. Uh, we'd like to take your offer. Tell me about, uh, have they been pre-approved? Of course, they got their pre-approval letter. They've heard of us. They know our reputation. They know we're going to close the loan. And they're writing purchase agreements for, you know, sometimes 21 days, sometimes 30 days. And uh, they know what's going to close. So had a nice conversation with a realtor that we've had many transactions over the years. It was nice to hear her voice. And she said, fine. They accepted the offer. And this was a buyer that moved in from out of state, accepted a new job, and they've been looking, Becky, for three to four months and finally got an offer accepted. So it does work that way. Um, again, as we said, there are homes that are going for at ask, over ask. And if you're lucky enough, you'll get some seller's concessions on some of the others. But, Becky, some of the most competitive cities in Michigan to buy a house in, according to Redfin, in the metropolitan Detroit area, we had four out of the 10 in the state of Michigan. Number one was Madison Heights. Number two is Berkeley. We've said Berkeley's been hot for a long time. Um, Livonia and Southgate. So let's okay. face it, Becky, we're, we're familiar with all those areas, right? And and I can't tell you how many transactions you write in Southgate and Livonia. I mean, let's face it, we're writing all over metropolitan Detroit and Berkeley is, uh, you know, it's my hometown. What can I say? So it's always, Berkeley's always been hot to me, Becky. What can I say about that? But um, what's going on down, you know, down in Southgate? Um, we're still seeing a lot of things going on in terms of overvalue. When I say overvalue, I mean over asking. 
And the market's just hot because it's a great place to get a first or second buyer in. Southgate, Trenton, Lincoln Park, Allen Park, everywhere in what we call the downriver area. Homes are so affordable and they're great communities to raise a family. Yeah, I mean, it's it's up and coming and it's not overly saturated. It's right, you know, it's right in the middle of everything. And um, I believe it because I have quite a few properties in Southgate or in the fact that you mentioned several of the cities. Obviously, we are all over Michigan, but I wasn't surprised to hear that Southgate is on that list because the taxes are also just right. Um, you know, some of these other cities have higher taxes. So Southgate's that little interim of in between where you can be a repeat buyer or you can be a first time buyer. What's cool about the Lincoln Park, Southgate, Trenton, Woodhaven is it's not just one thing. It's a little bit of everything. You can be the you can be the step down buyer. You can be, you know, going into um, retirement communities like you're 65 and up there in Woodhaven and Brownstown. Southgate has your desirable repeat first time home buyer price points. Same with Lincoln Park. And they also participate in a lot of these first time home buyer, you know, first time buyer programs where you're able to get um, some decent money towards closing costs and prepaids. So um, we really advise everyone to really take advantage of that. But, you know, I have seen quite a few Southgate that have went, I seen one that went over 15 over asking in, in Southgate alone. Yeah. And we're seeing also, you know, the Woodward, Woodward Corridor, easy for me to say, Woodward Corridor is remaining <laughs> hot with, uh, with Ferndale, Pleasant Ridge, Berkeley, Huntington Woods, all the way up to Birmingham and Bloomfield Hills, uh, Royal Oak, you know, because everybody wants to be near Woodward, the ease of going up and down Woodward to all their favorite restaurants and places to go recreationally. Um, you know, it's still a very, very strong point. So Becky, let's take a glimpse into the future. Um, I'm going to go with you. So what are we going to see for the rest of the summer in the third and going to the fourth quarter? Uh, what are your thoughts on the on inventory and prices? What do you think that's going to happen going in the third and fourth quarter? We are still going to see that upward trajectory that we have been seeing. We are um, coming up here. We're not going to be peaking anytime soon. Um, it is going to remain competitive, like we've been saying. And even if the rates did taper a little bit, it's just going to remain competitive because there's just not enough inventory and there's not going to be enough inventory. And it's this tale's oldest time supply and demand. So if you want to buy a house, throw your hat in the ring, but make sure you're having the proper conversations right now because you you do have an opportunity to win and we are here to help you. We're going to walk shoulder to shoulder with you, but don't be discouraged by the noise and the media. Um, someone are going to tell you like someone's mother, brother, sister's cousin that doesn't believe that you can purchase a home is going to, they're going to plant a seed of negativity in your mind. And you need to silence all that noise because what is for you will be for you, whether it's the right house or the right loan program. And if renting is even right for you, that's okay too. But it all starts with the conversation and um, don't let anyone else hinder you from what your goals are. And we're here ready to help you. Um, but yeah, it's definitely going to be remain competitive, but that doesn't mean that you can't win because we're competitors here at Capital Mortgage Funding. That is for sure. Yeah. And th there's no question about that, Becky. And what I see, I see inventory um, remaining relatively the same right now. I see prices. Uh, again, I don't see any considerable price drop at all. I know people don't want to hear that. But we're just trying to give them the truth. That's why we call it the hardcore mortgage real estate and business podcast, as well as the hardcore mortgage real estate and business show. We'll tell you the hardcore truth. Um, interest rates. What do I see for interest rates? You know, they hit seven. They went through seven. They were at about seven and eight for about a day. They're coming back down a little bit right now. Um, 
you know, I think they're going to say stable. I don't know that the Federal Reserve is going to go ahead and bump the Fed funds rate in June. My prediction is that they should not. Doesn't mean they won't. I haven't gotten a call from Jerome Paul lately, but he's not going to listen to me <laughs> anyways. So I think that they're going to hold firm. Um, if they hold firm, that's going to give a rally to the uh, to the financial markets. Um, we know that the deal is going to get done right now. Um, it's going to go to a vote. We know that that deal, the debt package, is going to get passed because the United States never defaults. And guess what? We just turn on the printing presses and we print more money. That's a different conversation. So when you owe yourself money and you control the printing presses, all you have to do is turn them on. But I won't go there. That's for a different <laughs> topic if anybody wants to call me. Um, the overall stability of the market, the market is going to remain stable. I'm talking about the real estate market, Becky, because there are still so many buyers out there with a lack of inventory. Supply and demand. Supply is low. Demand is high. And that will go ahead and continue um, the stability of the real estate market. So my prediction is this, and uh, again, we see inventory remaining where it's at right now. Prices are not going to come down drastically. Uh, rates are going to continue to stay where they're at. Could they come down, Becky, in late 2023, going into an election year of 2024? I believe we're going to see some movement in 2024. Uh, again, that's one man's opinion. But it's, uh, if again, if history is a reminder for the future, that's generally what happens in an election year because you have the political climate taking over and everybody wants to, you know, make sure things are stable going into a new presidential election. Also, last but certainly not least, we are having, um, Becky, you're going to co-host the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show this week with Harvey. Uh, I might stop by. I don't know if I'm going to be in town yet, but I hope, hopefully that I am. So um, I'm just getting a text from Harvey. He's getting back from a closing right now, which is good. He was going to announce our guest. I don't know who our guest is, but we'll put out a promo, Becky. And also, I think I want you to do a promo for the show because you're so good at it. And also, tell us about the special Pride events that we've got coming up in the month of June. Yeah, so, you know, Capital Mortgage Funding, we're all about equality and diversification. Uh, we like to diversify our clients' portfolios with real estate, but we also like to diversify as far as making sure that everyone is able to qualify for mortgages that is so inclined to do so. Uh, this Saturday, not only am I going to be on the Hardcore Mortgage Show with our featured guests, I'm also going to be at Pride in Ferndale. So come stop by, say hi to me. We're going to be giving away some really cool stuff. And then June 6th, we're going to, I'm going to be hosting a drag queen bingo charity event. All the proceeds are going to go to Gillian Barre syndrome. It was a good time last year. I cannot wait for this, um, for this one this year. I think there's one, a couple tickets, but not very many. I think we pretty much sold out, but if you do want to get some tickets, I think we have a few left. Just hit us up. Let me know. But that's June 6th at the 515 in Royal Oak. Drag queen bingo. Don't be a drag. Just be a queen. That's our motto here. And we want to make sure that everyone has a good time and we're raising money for people that are going through things that are much bigger than us that we can ever even imagine. So anytime that we can, you know, brighten someone's day and shine light on a cause that maybe would have been slept under the rug and people weren't aware of it. That's what we're here to do is just uh, make sure that everyone is standing in their light as they should be. What a great time we had last year at the event. We're raising money for a great cause. It's what we do. We're involved in the community, everybody, and we want to help give back. So 
with that, I appreciate your last words of the day, Becky. Uh, for our producer director, Roberto Moshane, he's in the booth as always. Uh, this has been the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast today for Wednesday, the last day of May. It is May 31st, 2023. Looking forward to seeing everybody and tune into the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show with Becky Ellie, Harry Freed, myself. We'll have some special guests. We'll put out on our website a little promo. We'll do a little video and we'll see you soon.